0: Thank you for joining me on this journey, and now, let's create a life we love. Hello, hello, what's up, everybody? My name is Tudor, and this is the 7 Transformations podcast. I'm here with one of my awesome friends, Joey Bellis. He's a personal development coach. Say what's up, Joey.
1: What's going on, everybody?
0: All right, and today, it's an appropriate time because we're talking about transformation. You know, this, this whole podcast, one of the the main themes about it is transformation and particularly what this whole series of episodes and what is transformation what these interviews are about is my goal as as the interviewer is to really examine the people in my life who I think have very interesting careers and bring the word transformation down to a relatable idea you know in in the book that i'm writing one of the main things I'm pointing to is that transformation is, when you hear that word, it's like, oh, my God, it's it's this huge thing. You know, we hear all these marketing transformations and all these types of things, and certainly, you know, that's part of it. But in my mind, what if it could be something that we see on an everyday basis as part of our process, as part of our daily actions, as part of the the careers that we do, and how how would that change our lives? How would that make us feel, you know, better about our future? How would that make us relate to the importance of our daily actions, you know, and that kind of thing. So today I brought Joey on. I think he's awesome. He's very motivational in my life and, and an awesome friend. So Joey, can you just tell him what do you do for a living? Kind of just describe what you do.
1: I I would say I have three... Um career paths so one of them has been for the past 13 years i've been a personal trainer and i've owned my own business for the past 10 years optimal performance training Um, so i'm still training i'm training now though on the north side of town uh, with a company called uh, premier fitness systems and opt uh, we still train people out in the east valley so i have a trainer ryan shout out to ryan who trains underneath opt and now where i have kind of picked up two other passions are personal development coaching and public speaking sweet well you know let's hop right to it you know the the main question
0: is have you ever and i know i already know your answer <laughs> <laughs> but have you ever thought of your work as transformative you know some of the times we we go into our work like you know I'll, I'll share with with my particular profession i i teach ballroom dancing so it's it's a similar kind of thing You're you're helping people you know accomplish a physical result And a lot of times we just think of our jobs in terms of what the job description is. Like, oh, I got to teach dance steps or, oh, I got to help people lose weight or gain muscle, whatever. But it's so much more than that, you know, and I think if we can start thinking of those things as transformative, how does that, how does that change your life? You know, so have you ever thought of your work as transformative? uh, and, And if you do, why, what does that mean to you? What does your work mean to you if it is that way?
1: When I started doing uh, personal training, you know, I thought of it like most trainers. Oh, I'm just transforming the body. You know, I want people to look good and get in shape, whatever. And I had no idea that it would turn into so much more, so much more depth, so much more meaning because people are going through a lot of different things and you start to learn about the body, you start to learn about the emotional network, you know, how Mm -hmm stress can affect, uh, uh, stress can affect how you carry your weight how if you're not sleeping right this or if your anxiety over related. Like how it can atrophy your muscles how it can you know turn into actual disease you know like these things that you don't really think about that have a tremendous effect on your overall health hmm. and so I never thought of my work as transformative until I started to work on myself hmm. and I started getting, Text messages, emails, phone calls from people. Hey, you know what you talked to me about today? Like that was really insightful. Or you know, I got to this point because of you. And you know, I've been asked to speak at graduations and weddings and mm. you know, school functions. You started All, seeing the impact of your work. Yeah, and people. I was like, oh, you want me to hmm. talk where? You want me to give a, a lecture on what? Uh, okay. And that kept happening more and more and more. And I said, maybe there is something that that I carry. A little bit differently, the way that I deliver my messages, right? Mm. You know, because there's some, some of the messages are going to be the same, but I think it resonates with different people depending on how you deliver it.
0: Right, exactly. Yeah, that's so important. You know, I think in in every relation, in every career, everything that we do, how you relate that information, how you, how you communicate, you know, and how you see yourself in the other person. so important for conveying that process of transformation especially in in the world we live in it's increasingly becoming more about services you know they say something like the service market is going to be jumping like 80% or some crazy thing but it doesn't really matter the point is that we are moving in a direction where things like what you do what i do services where you're helping people create a change that's meaningful in their life which is in a way that you can think about transformation that's going to become a much sought after thing and in order to provide that quality of service for other people you have to have some level of empathy you have to be able to see yourself in their shoes and and see the meaning behind what you're doing beyond just the physical actions you know and that kind of that kind of leads into another question that i have because in the kind of work that we do you know the thing that attracts us to that type of thing is like, man, I can really make a difference in somebody's life. Help them with their confidence. Help them look and feel better. Make a change. Get inspired. Get motivated. You know, that really gets us high. And but it's not like that every day. You know, it's it's not, you know, those are the days that keep us motivated and fueled. And like with anything, you have the the process. You have the the challenges that you have to go through. You have to go through the the daily grind. So what for you, you know, what makes a moment transformative what are those moments where to you it that was a transformative experience or you know what what distinguishes the day-to-day just doing stuff from yeah you know what this is what my work is about this is what the meaning that it is to me happening in real life is what
1: what makes those different i think for me the transformative moments happen in a few different ways and one of them is um Creativity. When you have something that is inside of your head, thoughts, uh, an idea that's you know that you feel it in your head, you feel it in your heart, you feel it in your body, and when you see that, you manifest it into the real world, mm-hmm. and people are like, "Oh my gosh, this is really cool!" Or you know, like if I make a tank top, like when I started making tank tops for like people at OPT, and I'm like, "I, I think this would be a cool the tank top idea," mm-hmm. and then I'm like, "All right, well, let's make it happen," and then you see people. Pay for it. Right. You're like, oh, my <laughs> gosh. Reality. like this is, This is crazy that people, like, they like my idea enough to invest a little bit in it. Right. Um, or, like, when so I, some
0: social, you know, recognition or social impact to what you're doing. When you're seeing people getting, you know, lit up by it. Yeah. And, yeah. and
1: that's, like, a, a simple one. You know, when it comes yeah. to, like, health and fitness, when I get a text message or, or an email, you know, from a parent, it's like, hey, I don't know what you have been, you know – talking to my you know son about but his attitude around sports has really changed or his mm. attitude around the house has really changed and we're really grateful for you know what it is you're doing for my son it's like i didn't mm. that's like that transformative moment of like oh, okay like i I like that or you know when kids come up to me i get done speaking at different colleges hey I, you know man you're talk. you're the best speaker we've had all year and i just want to talk to you a little bit more i had a question about this and i'm like you know in my head I'm like, I thought that that would have been really great to talk about, but to hear it, the other person thought about, man, that was really great to and hear I got them bounce that, back that it's idea. Like, oh, yeah. wow. Like, that's really, that's a transformative moment for me. And it lets me know, hey, you're on the right path. Mm. Like, keep going. And not in like a, an egotistical stroke, like, yeah, like what I said right, was really right, good. Right. Everyone loves what I'm saying, but like the look on their face of like, Hey man, what you really shared right there. Cause I get really personal in all my coaching sessions sure, sure. and like what I've been through, like wh- whoever I'm talking to, I want people to know, like, I'm not just making this stuff up. This is right. stuff I've lived through. So when I see it on their face, like, man, like that's exactly what but it they was got like you. in my house. they really
0: connected to whatever that, you were talking to. me, about. I'm like,
1: okay, I went through all this stuff and now I'm able to hopefully shine a light on others. It, it That's the transformative moments for me. Mm.
0: Yeah, I think that's so important—is how your relationships around you are affected. Uh, what when you do your training, when you do your personal development coaching? Obviously, there's a lot of parts to the process, especially from somebody. Uh, I mean, I'm familiar with the area, but let's say somebody looking at it from the outside and thinking, "Okay, you know, what is that career about? What is it? You know, what does he do every day?" Pick what is your favorite part of the process? You know, there's there's the part that's obviously you're talking to people. Some people maybe like the the act the active part of it, the, the release of the energy and being high level energy all the time. What what are some of your favorite parts to the process of of that transformative work that you do?
1: I some of my favorite parts when I work with people, whether it be training, personal development, coaching, is seeing where they are struggling, but. When you like that spark in them, like oh, like I never looked at it like this before, mm. or oh, I never thought that if I did this, it would affect this, right? Or you know, conversations is a huge one. People okay. have a really hard time with difficult conversations. Mm-hmm. So, like seeing oh wow, you're having an issue with your mom here, or you're having an issue with your girlfriend here, or your you know teammate here. Let's let's come up with a draft of what you would say if you could speak from a place of leadership from a space of of non-fear, Got right? It. And with power, not the blame game, not the this is your fault, not the I hate you, but having people kind of draft that out and look at their relationships and how do I communicate in relationships? It's, I love it. I love seeing people find the courage and me being that person to push you along. I'm not going to do it for you, right? but I'm going to give you a little nudge. And because I'm in your life now, if you come back to me and say I didn't do it, it's like, well, let's have a conversation about it. Well, why not? <laughs> keep Where, you accountable, right? Where else don't you have these conversations? And let's let's keep going. Yeah, right? You
0: Have a little uh, a seed of opportunity there to find other other areas to yeah. work on. Yeah. What is one of the most recent transformative experiences that you that really you know something that really uh, left a memory for you? in your line of work that you want to share?
1: Um, man, this is, this is an emotional one for me because, okay. um, so I just got done shooting a video for my personal development program. And you know, when you're in, in this kind of lurf it's like, or in, in this line of work, I'm just like a normal person. I have my doubts. I have my fears. You know, are people going to think I'm stupid? Am I going to look dumb? Do right. I even know what I'm talking about? You know, oh, you're, people are, oh, you're a life coach. Like, what does that mean? Like, you know, you, I still deal with these thoughts and yeah. whatever. So I got done shooting this video and I'm driving home in my car and I'm like, man, what am I doing? And all of a sudden I get a phone call and it's from a kid that I used to train. Hmm. And I answered the phone and I said, hey, man, what's going on? And he said, can you talk? And my heart I immediately, it just sank. Like I yeah, knew something is something. wrong. And because I've been training for so long, I know so many people. And one of my biggest fears is one of them is going to die. One of my kids is going to either impregnate a kid too young or get impregnated too young. Or they're going to get seriously involved in drugs. Right. Those are like my three biggest fears when I'm working with these young adolescents. And My stomach, he said, can you talk? And my stomach just dropped. And the intuition was, He's doing drugs. Right. And he said, and this was all in seconds. I said, yeah, man, like, what's going on? He was like, I need help. And I'm driving, and I said, okay, well, like, what's going on? Like, I need you to be, talk to me, man. I could just hear in his voice. Right. And he he said, "Uh, I'm addicted to drugs. And I said, all right, I need you to be honest with me are you what kind of drugs and are they pills or are they actual like are they opiates are they drugs like right right he said no it's it's meth and my heart just crumbled and he said i need your help you're the only person i know that i can talk to about this Hmm. will you help me and i just was like
0: and the courage to to be able to even admit that
1: i was like so overblown by not only emotion, but this young kid that I've known for so long, just through personal training, has seen me and what I've done. And he knows about my addictions. He's known about my life. Like, again, I share stories with people. And then I look back at my life and all the stuff that I've been through with addiction and sexual abuse and a a tumultuous family environment. And just, just, just one thing after the other. And after we got done, With that phone call, I was like, man, I see why I went through all that. Because if I never would have been through all that, I would not have the confidence to tell him, I will help you. I promise I will help you. And I promise what I will do for you will get you out of where you're at if you choose to take action after the things we talk about. Mm. And I just remember after that phone call, like, man, no, I'm, I'm on the right path. And that yeah. was one of the most transformative conversations that I've ever had. Wow. So That's it was amazing. like a sign from the universe, like, mm, don't doubt yourself right now. Keep, keep going.
0: Yeah. And right in time with, with the insecurities and the fears that you were asking yourself, it's almost like those things came up and then the universe gave you a sign to say, hey, don't, don't doubt yourself. You're doing, you're doing the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's funny. They say our, our wounds are our greatest gifts, too. You know, that's the work of transformation and being able to bring that process into your life and see it as an everyday thing in your actions, I think is very important. You know, the whole point of interviewing all these interesting people in my life that have a variety of uh, careers. You know, I'm going to be interviewing some dentists. I'm going to be interviewing some, you know, so just seeing how transformation is in everything that we do. In my mind, I think that if that's something that belongs in an everyday conversation, uh, even as simple as, you know what, I had a, an argument with my uh, significant other or my boss today, and we totally transformed, you know, our perspective on XYZ, whatever it happens to be, and being able to talk like that, being able to converse about transformation in your life, I think it's a very valuable thing. And that's, that's my goal with these episodes, with this podcast. What, in, in your uh, experience, what was one of the biggest things that you had to transform on your journey, you know, into living a transformed life, into utilizing that on a daily basis? And certainly, it never ends, right? I mean, that's never ending. But what are some of the biggest things that you had, the biggest hurdles, whether it's an obstacle whether it's relationships, bad habits, uh, something that you can share that was a, a huge thing that you had to transform?
1: Um, long, long answer, really short, and I'll kind of unpack it. But myself, you mm-hmm. know, um, you know, I grew up, like I said, in a tumultuous household, uh, you know, sexually abused as a kid uh very angry, very upset. No one knew about what was going on, you know, and this led me to have different addictions uh growing up. That no one knew about, right? And as I became older, it just started to manifest in different ways. I started drinking really heavily mm. all the time. My relationships to women were awful. The way that I treated them, the way that I spoke to them. You know, if I had a girlfriend, I'm cheating on her with four or five other girls. Like, you know, it was just this crazy mess of who i was when i would talk to people i was always reactive and angry and if if i didn't like you i'm gonna let you know about it and i'm gonna hurt you in a way that you're not ever gonna forget that i hurt you wow yeah and i was this just this dark messy venomous person hmm. and when i started to work on myself and you know got into landmark and other courses and My whole life changed because I had to look at, holy crap, I am the problem. Hmm. Certain things have happened to me. I've been through certain things. But then it's like, okay, I have to stop drinking, Hmm. right? Which was an addiction, a straight alcoholic, right? Got to stop that. I got to stop the way that I treat women. I can't be disrespecting women emotionally, um, verbally, right? Those are the ways that I would i guess mistreat women is emotionally verbally Mm. right manipulate them and lie to them Mm. uh using women just for sex you know hey i know that you really like me and i know this is gonna whatever you think that we could be something but in my head it's like no i'm just i'm just using you because i'm stressed out right now and you know i don't even really like you Mm. but what i want is sex from you Mm. you know the way that i would treat my coworkers, my family You know, the things I was uh, watching on TV, the music I was listening to, all of these things were contributing to my, uh, poisonous behaviors. And as I started to learn about these things, like, oh my gosh, like I didn't know this was related to this and this related to that. And that was a huge, I mean, it's still a work in progress as far as me and what what I'm trying to do now. Right. But, um, none of those habits exist anymore. Yeah, From drinking to my family issues to my, the way that I treat women, none of that, that's all gone, but those are all huge areas of my life that I had to transform, but I had to start with me and being really brutally honest with myself. And I think when we talk about transformation, people are afraid to look at themselves in the mirror and be like, you know what, Joey, Mm -hmm. and that doesn't mean you're going to have to be that forever, but right now where you're currently at, that's where you're at. People do not want to be that honest and vulnerable with themselves because it, right? I'm, that hurts. Like, yeah, what the heck? the
0: first step is the hardest, is really taking it. Because that whole process took you how long? Would you say? Seven years Seven now? Seven years, yeah. yeah. So. so, you know, it. I think that it's an ongoing journey. But it starts, like you said, with being able to be asking yourself that question, just to take a look in the mirror, like Michael Jackson, yeah. you know? Yeah. He's the man in the mirror. You got to take a look and it's not easy and you're not going to see everything you're going to see a little bit and then you're going to keep seeing another and then you'll have a breakthrough and then, Oh my God, you'll learn something more you don't like. And it's ongoing.
1: I was just thinking right now, as you were saying that it's like, I, you know, I think a lot of people take transformation as like, I'm going to transform the external first and then the internal will happen. Hmm. And it's like, um, You're on a boat and this boat has holes in it. And you're trying to plug the hole with the finger here. I'm going to put a finger here. I'm going to take this piece of gum out and plug this hole. But the holes are going to keep happening. It's not the ocean. It's not the captain. Mm. It's the boat. It's the vessel. You need a brand new boat. Mm. You don't need to keep patching holes up. And me just, I'm going to try to stop drinking or I'm going to not date this girl or I'm not going to talk to this family member or something deeper. I'm not going to address my sexual uh, abuse issues. I'm not right. That's me just plugging holes. Mm -hmm. When I got a new boat, that all disappeared. Mm. But getting a new boat takes time. takes patience, right? You got to build it. You got to have the right tools. You got (laughs) to know how big to make it. You got like, there's a lot that goes into getting a new boat. I like that metaphor. And and that I think is what's the hardest part about Mm. people transforming. It's Hey man, it's, it's not the holes. It's not the ocean. Mm. It's the boat.
0: Yeah, that's well said. I like that. That kind of leads into my other question, which is how you know, working in in these in this realm of transforming others and transforming yourself even. I I think it never ends. What have you learned from your career doing personal training, doing personal development coaching that has given you insights On life because I think transformation one other aspect of it in being able to see your work is transformative there's a certain level of working with other people and seeing the impact on their lives and the social aspect of it learning life lessons seeing general principles that worked all that kind of stuff plays to the idea of transformation so when somebody is aware that their work is having a positive effect on other people it's had meaningful you know consequences it has you know some life purpose attached to it then it's my experience that those types of people start to see connections between what they do and the rest of the world you start to see the big picture you start to learn principles from personal training or ballroom dancing or being a dentist or being you know a chef that apply to everything else. It's almost like a mastery of life, you know? So what are some of the things that you've learned through your work that are guiding principles for your life, for your life with others that you try to impart, you know, what are some important principles that you have gained? So
1: I'll share two of them. I mean, I have a lot, but I think the first one is lead by example. And that goes into vulnerability. So a quick story for you. So in 2012, and I use this story because um, when people come up with excuses, when people try to say, I don't have time, uh, you don't understand. Um, I, I say, no, I do understand. And, he, and here's how I use this example. So in 2012, I was in uh, my third studio for OPT and we got kicked out. We got kicked out because we got too many complaints because we took up too much parking in the parking lot. Oh wow! So they gave me thirty day notice. I had to be out of there. Oh, you had too many clients yeah, parking there, right? <laughs> so I got complaints from the neighbors, you know. And eventually they said, "Okay, you're out." Wow. So they gave me thirty day notice. I had I had no where. I had no money. I didn't know where I was going to go after that. So I had to find a new building. I had no money. I was in the middle of raising money to go to Peru for the first time to oh, build the yeah. school, right? So my very first, I'm in the middle of trying to raise money to go on this trip. Um my sister at the time she was in jail and i made a promise to myself uh because she had to complete this drug program for nine months uh in order to get out and i said you know if my sister has to complete this because it was like the end of her three years mm. she's got to do this last nine months and i said all right i'm gonna do this for nine i'm gonna take on these things for nine months so when she gets out i can share with her the things i gave up so it was my first time i attempted or my second time attempting to give up drinking so no alcohol for nine months, no sex for nine months, no like inappropriate interactions with females for nine months, uh, which were my like, if I'm stressed out, things are going bad. <laughs> at your I'm go-to. either drinking, I'm calling a girl, <laughs> like, right. I had to take uh, my CSCS test, which is my certified strength and conditioning specialist test, which to this day is still the hardest test. Um, and I had to find a new spot for OPT, mm. right. All of this was happening to me in like literally the span of a week. Bang, 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 bang. And I, I was just stressed to the max. Wow. So by de- so this happened all at the end of October, right? Uh, or beginning of October. So by, de- by December 1st, I found a new building. I got money to get set up into a new building. I raised all the money I needed to, to go to Peru. I took and passed my CSCS exam and I didn't falter once on the drinking, on the girls, uh, any of those other like personal commitments, and I finished out the nine months. Wow. And I share that because so many times with people, it's like they hit a little bit of turmoil, and they, oh, that's it. They give up. Yeah. Or, hey, I, I got to do this, and I got to do this. And, and so, like, for me, I don't have a wife, and I don't have kids. But it's like, all right, you have a son or a daughter, and you have your work. What I've learned is people make their situation Oh, you don't understand, it's just me, but it's like the same stress that you have that your boss's deadline is breathing down your neck is the same stress that I experienced when I had to when I got kicked out, I had no money, I had to find a new place, right. I had to study for this test. Like that's the exact same stress. Yeah, stress. Right? I'm working 16, 17-hour days cuz I'm trying to study, I got to find a new building, I got to find money, like all of these things I'm taking on. And and when I'm at the height of my stress, what do people want to do? They want to dive to their vices. They want yeah. to eat crappy food. They want to watch TV. They want to check out. I need to relax, yeah. right? It's like, no. What you need to do is get yourself out of the hole that you're in by creating a plan and sticking to it. Yeah. So one of my, my core principles is lead by example. So again, I'm not going to talk to you about. Uh, a marriage. I'm not going to talk to you about raising a kid. I'll tell you what I've seen and how, you know, I've worked with hundreds of teenagers now, not just yours, but hundreds, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you how to raise it. I'm not going to tell you how to, um, make a million dollars in the next year. Right. Cause those aren't my areas of expertise or my areas of experience. So that goes into my next one of just being vulnerable and sharing my experiences with people and how that could relate to you. Hey, tutor, you know what you have a really hard time Uh, giving up eating junk food, man, do you know how hard it was for me to give up drinking? I've been drinking since I was 12 years old. Mm. Do you know how hard that is for me, man? But I did it. And here's how. So don't come at me with that excuse of, I can't, you don't understand. I said, no, I do. The difference was I was honest with myself. I reevaluated who I was, what was keeping me stuck in this cycle of addiction or self-defeating thoughts. And then I put together a plan and I stuck to it, right? Right. So leading by example and being vulnerable are two of my biggest guiding principles when I'm working with someone. So it gives me that connection to them, Hmm. not a whole, I'm better than you. I know more than you, but more of like, I'm human, just like you. I've had my failures and here's what I did to move past those things. And all I'm trying to do is give you a tool or two so you can implement them into your life and make progress in whatever area it is that you need to make progress in. To see transformation,
0: and that's that's the beautiful part. I think you really finished with that is that that is universal, regardless whatever they're in. I think that's the value of transformation of working in that area, seeing it in your life, because you can convert your experience. Let's say, lead by example. You may not have experience with some, you know, huge uh, business company or something or whatever, like in a family, but you can. Fi- we can find. My point is we can find ourselves in another's experience. Regardless that I may not have 100% experience with what you're dealing with, I can find myself in what you're telling me, or you can find what I'm telling you, and that's how we can help each other transform. And I think there's this kind of, you know, like, I always look at it, for example, like DNA. You know, when, when, when we have something that's like a cell that's multiplying or, or creating DNA it takes a little bit from one and the other. It's like this little jigsaw puzzle. Mm-hmm. And I always thought information was a lot like that. I take a little bit from this person, that person takes from me, and we're evolving. Mm-hmm. You know, just like mm-hmm. biology. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. And I think that the work of transformation gives you, you know, seeing your work as transformation, seeing it as an on an everyday basis uh, I think there's value in that because it helps you gain these life lessons and helps you share with other people, like you said, lead by example, be vulnerable. Um, what uh, I'll ask you one more question and then we can wrap it up. But what do you think the value is of this whole episode? The point of it is to bring transformation down from this mystical word it's not you know i always joke i was trying to find the categories for my podcast when i'm (laughs) when i'm putting it on here and i'm like okay well you know there's no word there's no transformation word you know it has like self-help i'm like this is not (laughs) self-help like i mean it is to some extent but i see it more than that you know And, and it was kind of funny because they don't have a word for transformation it's a little too bold you know maybe it's too out there. It's too elitist. But what if what if it could be be brought down to uh, a casual thing like this to talk about? Hey, how is your work transforming your life? How is it transforming me? What are the life lessons? What do you think the value of being able to make a word like transformation an everyday thing? Is there value in that? Do you agree with it? If not, what do you what do you think about that? What is the impact on society on our relationships?
1: So, I think that. Transformation, just like love or um passion, these are words that have been watered down, mm-hmm. right? And it's like you think of transformation, you mean th- weird how you said self help, right? And it's like people roll their eyes and like, oh, here we go again with that, right? right. It's it's become it's almost like it's cynical right. or uh, resigned around the word transformation, mm-hmm. and the reason w- why I like the word transformation is because. It, it's constantly, right? It's evolving. Mm. It's, you don't get there and you stop. Mm-hmm. It's consistently happening. When I think of transformation, it's like you're going through this constant process. And if you're someone who is into transformation or wants to transform to become a better person or a better dancer, a better speaker, it's an ongoing process. It's not a, I get to one point and I stop. And I think when you understand that, Transformation can't be overnight. You accept it a little bit more. And I also think that people have put on their what transformation to you doesn't necessarily mean what transformation means to me. Right. And I think if people learn how to define their transformation, What does transformation mean to them? Yeah,
0: what's important to them? There's more
1: power in that on an individual basis, right? Because you would say something different than I would. Yeah. And uh, what's sad about it is you say these things. It's like people are like, oh, here we go. Another one of those positive motivational memes. And it's kind of like, no, man, it's not like that. It's deeper than that. And if you were to understand that, you wouldn't say things like that. Right. You wouldn't be like, oh, you know, another self-help Book or another self-help podcast. You know, as I was going through this whole process, people would grill me all the time. Why are you reading that book? Or are you reading another book? You're going to another <laughs> seminar. You have now, another. It, when is it going to be? And I'm enough? like,
0: when are you well, going to be? Well, one, why
1: are you so mad that I'm working on myself? For right. one, but yeah, when you start to see that there's so much to you and your brain and how you think and your emotions and like, there's so much more to life than just existing the way that you are. Hmm. Why wouldn't you want to like yeah, why read this you book? Why approach
0: it with curiosity? Why and are you wasting excitement? time
1: watching this basketball game that has no relevance to you or your life or yeah, whatever absolutely. it is? You know, so I think the word transformation needs to be more personalized and not yeah. compared to like a Tony Robbins right. or like yeah. a, you All know these
0: things we've heard it in.
1: Make it what it is for you. Maybe transforming your life means why don't you transform your relationship to your kids or yeah. the job that you have yeah. or you know, your physical body, your health. Hmm. Uh, Why don't you transform what you do with your free time Hmm. and read or write or play the piano, something, you know? And I think if people start to look at transformation like that, it's going to have more and more and more of a ripple effect. And what I would like to see is people not transform transformations like Tudor's transformation is better than mine or Joey's transformation is better than mine. Mm -hmm. No, 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 no. Take that out of that, and I think that's what kills the word transformation, you know yeah. that has to be this grandiose thing all the time. dude, transformation could be like what Jordan Peterson always says, clean your room right yeah. clean your damn yeah, room, absolutely. you can transform your room right now to a space absolutely. of like cleanliness, and I like being in my bedroom, and it smells good, yeah that's not. You're building the Empire State Building, right? It's still transformation, though. Absolutely, you still get the same dopamine hit. Your brain yeah, exactly. still is like, "We did it," you know?
0: Yeah, and that that impacts the rest of your day. You feel inspired. You're motivated to start the rest of the day, and that's what it's all about. You you hit the nail on the head. Is that even just cleaning your room can be transformation?
1: Not me. That's Jordan. That's Jordan Peterson right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jordan Peterson. <laughs> uh,
0: the quote you mentioned. You know, it's I know I love Jordan Peterson. He's he's got some really interesting stuff, but however you feel the, the point is that transformation is an everyday thing so pretty much i hope you guys enjoyed this episode that wraps it up joey you want to let them know where they can
1: find you yes so i'm not a social media guru by any means i got two social media profiles you can find me on you can find me on instagram at opt fitness that's opt fitness and then my facebook Uh, Joey Bellis, B as in boy, E-L-L-U-S, or my uh, business page, Optimal Performance Training. All right, guys.
0: Thank you so much for listening. If you like this episode, feel free to share it with your friends. Transformation is an everyday thing, so hopefully this has helped you on your personal path. If you are interested in more of these, we're going to have some awesome upcoming content with a lot of different people from all kinds of walks of life sharing their thoughts on what transformation means to them in their line of work, in their life, uh, and hopefully that can really contribute to yours. So thanks for listening, and I'll catch you guys on the flip side.
1: Thanks again, Tudor.
0: Thanks, man. You're listening to The 7 Transformations Podcast with your host, Tudor Alexander. For weekly articles on creating a life you love, stay connected at the 7